the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Guess who's back? Back, back, back again. Shady's back. Tell a friend. Guess who's back? 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 It's a Friday show, baby. A lot, a lot of stuff going on Friday. I know what I'm supposed to talk about, but you know I'm kind of a contrarian. I like to take the opposite sides. 312-642-5600. So today we have a, uh, just call in. I'm not going to be able to see your name or what you're talking about, but that's all right. I've got Venus and Misty. They're going to take care of everything for me. Got a little Misty kept hitting buttons before I got here. Don't hit the buttons. It's a problem when you hit the buttons. Now listen, obviously there's chaos going on. Congressional hearings. And, you know, like I said yesterday, and like I believe today, if you are a Democrat, this was great. If you are a Republican, this was phenomenal. And the checkbooks will come out. And the nonsense. And then the woman thing will happen, right? She's fired. That's bad enough. They made fun of her reputation. They discredited her. What this says to me as I look at this, the State Department itself, I, what good are these people? What the, I mean, I got my guy in there. He's giving me synonyms for liaison. Their liaison, their connection. What are you doing? When asked very pointed questions, she didn't know anything. Were you there? No. Did you listen to the phone call? Nope. No, no. Oh, were you busy? Were you shopping? What were you doing? I don't like the idea we have bureaucrats that regardless of, of administrations in America, they seem to run the way they always do. And the one thing I will always give respect to Barack Obama's move on is when he was elected, didn't he fire everybody? Right? Fired everybody. You're fired, and now I'm going to see if I agree with you to hire you. I don't know why, especially when it comes to foreign affairs. This, to me, seems like it would be a big part of administrations being given the opportunity to, to run the United States government. I think that agenda of that administration should be the only thing the bureaucrats are following. But we have this undercurrent, this system, that regardless of who we throw as a figurehead, which is what a president is supposed to be anyway, which is who we throw or what we do to elect, it's just going to keep running on fine. This woman's been in the job, what, since 2004? She's been at the State Department for 30 years? And what a great gig. What does one do at the State Department? seems to me like there's a lot of paper shuffling, a lot of shuffling. What'd you get done? I don't know. You know about the phone call? Don't know. What do you know? It's their well-dressed seat warmers. And they get these jobs, and they get to travel the world. And listen, we are now, a lot of government is run before the internet. We are now in a, in a place where we could see each other through our telephones, face-to-face. Do we need all this bureaucracy? Do we need all this expense? What do you say we have two ambassadors? You take the East, you take the West. Anybody wants to talk to you, they call you on your video phone. Ta-da! All of it gone. All the risk, all the expenses, because obviously what this woman proves to me, I don't see the benefit. I don't see the benefit of what she did. 
And to me, if you're going to make a difference in your job, it should be less without you. Not the idea that we could just, it's a fungible and just face, just put a person in there. It's the same thing as it was there before. Or you can have somebody here for 30 years and you never know what good it was. Or bad for that matter. I'm not blaming this woman. I'm not chastising this woman. I'm saying it seems to me during this questioning, she was at the best, not effective. And at the very worst, completely useless. I mean, what, what else did it appear? And, and, and the other thing I have to say, I, we were arguing with the producers before about the parliamentary procedures. What do you mean you get to set the procedures, the rules, the way you want it? And whether it, I, I, I got my producer in there saying, no, the Republicans did it. I don't know if that's true or not. But why doesn't the minority party set the rules? You know, in America, we're not about a mobocracy. In America, we're built on defense. Our whole judicial system is built on defense. Our whole judicial system is built on representation and protection by the accused. I don't think it should be that the winner of the House sets the rules. What do you think of this? I think it should be the loser of the House sets the rules. Because I want a government that argues. I don't mind this argument. I like contentious, baby. You keep it spicy. Because you know the best thing that happened? The bills that they want to add to us didn't get passed. But the sneaky ones that did, that's, that's no good. Because, for instance, today, it's not going to get play. On, I can guarantee you, this is not going to get play on any other radio station today. The Democrats shoved down our throat another funding bill for the Import-Export Bank. Which, if you know anything about our government and where they hide the corrupt bones, it's in organizations like the IMF Bank and the Import-Export Bank. In fact, back when we were conservatives, Republicans, way back when, the Tea Party, we really had a push to get rid of the Import-Export Bank. Got all the way up to a vote, and guess who squashed the vote? You guessed it, Republicans. Kept that son of a dog alive. $20 billion a year. And we just, it just got passed today. Today passed $20 billion. Let's, let's put that on the back burner. Let's have nonstop of, of the Golden Girls and their new, the one that didn't make the cut. And she's mad. Okay, I get it. I'm mad, too. Everybody's mad. And the Democrats raise money and the Republicans make money. And the IMF bank cashes out and mums the word on all the conservative outlets. I find that part aggravating. The fact that we're up against the debt ceiling in five days, November 21st, nothing to worry about. Because you know what they did, how we got to this debt ceiling? They passed one of those little bills. You know those funny ones where they just keep funding it? You had to put it up another five months, another six months. Continuing resolution. Ooh, I like it. That sound of that. Continuing resolution. What's that mean? That means you keep getting screwed. Just don't worry about it. There's no restraints on any of it. And in the meantime, this is as the world turns to me. To me, what we're witnessing is a soap opera. I'm sorry. That's how I see it. I'm not convinced. I'm not swayed. I'm disgusted. I'm curious to know how the people think, though. Because, listen, my producers are very smart people. And we tend to agree on a lot of things, and we disagree on a lot of things. This particular thing, to me, showed me that when we are relying on these people to fix the problems, we better get very used to the idea that these problems are only going to get worse. Because aside from a few people, and listen, I like some of the people and some of the questioning, and you really stood up for it, I, I think that's great. Why can't we, as a, as, a, as a country, as a government, become united on what exactly the rules are? What exactly is permitted? What are we in exactly impeaching Trump about? Because I'm going to tell you something right now. 
I thought this was about the money to Ukraine. You come to find out that the bill was passed, you know, it's passed by all Congresses. He has discretion to a certain extent. The argument is, did he give the money or didn't he? He gave the money. The other argument is, why did he give the money? Was it conditional upon investigating his political opponent? That's, that's hard to argue that it wasn't. So I'm torn on this. I'm not kidding you. I don't want to be a, a, a party one way or a party another. To me, it's what's right or wrong. Because even if it's a, somebody that we like, are we in love with them so much that we're permitted, we're going to permit something that's wrong to happen? Because while this is going on, other things happen today. Roger Stone convicted on all counts. I'm one of the first guys when I filled in way back when, the first week I ever had an opportunity. Do you ever hear a story, kid? Talking directly to Venus now. The rest of you could turn the channel. Anyway, um, Joe Walsh gave me an opportunity to fill in for this week. And it was the week that Trump appointed Manafort. I have always been disgusted with money and corruption and, and skullduggery in politics. And that is bipartisan, boys and girls. That's why K Street, there's no such thing as a recession in Washington. Okay? And what corrupted our government are PACs. I'm sorry, it just is. I don't buy that whole, every company can give any amount of money. Poppycock. Those are bribes, kids. And if you're not willing to talk like an adult, then just meander around with the sheep. Companies giving millions and millions and millions. The guy who perfected that is Paul Manafort, Roger Stone, and a guy that they had, his name was Black. Roger Stone and Black. These are the original dark money packs, okay? So when, he, when, when Trump grabbed, this is when he was running, he grabbed Paul Manafort to head up his campaign. And I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. Not only do I not like him because he looks like a portly, more effeminate version of Wayne Newton with the bad hair and the tight pants on the suit, although when you're built like a bowling pin, it's hard to find pants that fit. I didn't like him because he is the original corrupter of the American government system, in my opinion. I think dark money packs are shameful. I think their mission statement is shameful. I think the idea that we as American citizens pretend that somehow this isn't corruption how could you beef about Cullerton and Madigan and all the rest? Well, either you, you can identify corruption for what it is, or you, you turn a blind eye when it suits you. Because believe me, some of that corruption suits a lot of us. And to me, when you have a country that will not stand for anything, or will not stand for principles, you're going to bow for everything. And I'm watching as, as we're being, you could argue that this is a political climate. I like contention. You could argue that this is good or bad or what, but one thing's for sure, it's contentious and, 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 the, and the continuity of the country is being torn asunder, in my opinion. I mean, I've been arguments with people, you know, we've agreed over the years. You cannot argue that this particular climate is a contentious dismantling of a cohesiveness. We're not a political country where, okay, I'm a Democrat, I'm a Republican. This is, you're nobody, this is people drawing up lines. This is wartime. I mean, maybe I'm overdramatic. Maybe I'm looking at it from from the standpoint, but I'm dealing with people in my day, and I'm they're asking me, "What do you think about these?" I'm telling them, and we're having arguments. Well, I don't understand how you could look at this and not see, not be ashamed. I'm ashamed of this country with this going on. I'm sorry. I think it's a disgrace, and the disgrace isn't that there's a there's a, an impeachment hearing going on. The disgrace is we can't come to terms on what's right and what's wrong. The very simple basics. What is right and what is wrong? Because if you're a Republican, you look at it through one lens. If you're a Democrat, you look at it through another. 
And I listen to the Republican talk shows. And what do they do? Everything's bad and bad and bad and bad. The Democrats are rotten. And the Democrats, what do they say? Look at how corrupt and corrupt and everything is rotten. When what is the definition of bad? What is the definition of corrupt when it comes to what we are facing right now with this hearing? Because what's happening is it's no longer to me. It's no longer about exactly and specifically what broke the rule or broke the law. It's becoming a personality contest. It's becoming a, a contest where all of a sudden I love Brett Bear. I'm a big fan of Brett Bear. I listen to his, his opinion. I don't agree with it. I'm sorry. I know it's crazy, but I don't agree with it. And do we have time to even play the clip? All right. Do we have a mouse that works? Here we go. But as we noted, that is, she serves at the pleasure of the president. Uh, and I started to say that she didn't see the call. She didn't hear the call. You know, this is tangential to the actual argument. However, this whole hearing turned on a dime when the president tweeted about her real time. And during the questioning, Adam Schiff stopped the Democratic questioning to read the president's tweet to her and get her response. Now, that enabled Schiff to then characterize that tweet as intimidating the witness or tampering with the witness, which is a crime, adding essentially an article of impeachment real time as this hearing is going on. That changed this entire dynamic of this first part of this hearing. Uh, And Republicans now are going to have to take the rest of this hearing uh, to probably try to clean that up. I'm not sure I agree with that. She's testifying. He tweets. And now all of a sudden that that's more evidence of an impeachment. That's another crime in the impeachment. That's tampering with a witness. When you tweet and you're sending it out to millions of people. It's not like you called them up on the phone and said, hey, if you testify, I'm taking you out. Uh, To me, there's a different thing. (laughs) So we're going to ask your opinion. 312-642-5600. Convince me. We'll be back after this. I mean, the guy tweets like a radio host. He's got like a thousand tweets. It's insane today. What are you doing? Focus on the job. Could you focus? For God's sakes. All right, give me one call. I don't know. You pick it, Venus. I can't see the board. Dan, how are you? Hello. Thanks for taking my call. Okay, here's my question for you, Sean, because I know you're an intelligent guy, and then I think you're getting off on the wrong track. There's one simple question. What is the impeachable crime? These guys are simply prosecutors in search of a crime. Yeah. You tell me, what is the crime? Right. Well, I listen, first of all, I, I, I agree. I really do agree with your call. I mean, with your, your point. But I, here's we got to turn down his radio. Could you turn down your radio? Um, the broader point is, is it impeachable to hold the money back until you get the compliance of a foreign leader to investigate? Now, see, here's the problem. Here's, here's the problem. It's not just an investigation. He's investigating his opponent. He's investigating his opponent's family. and his. And, and, rather than going after the fact, why, if you think he did something wrong, why isn't the American government investigating? I don't understand why you'd ask a foreign government to investigate on the contingency that if you do what I want you to do, then I'm going to give you the money you're supposed to get. Right? But he never said that. 
Well, the, the question is, did he, was it an innuendo? Did he intend it? Did he allude to it? Did he hint to it? Now you we sound, can't, now we you can't sound like prosecute people based you, on the innuendo and what they're thinking. We have to have oh no no, no but it's not what you, it's it's a, it, and listen I'm willing to hear the argument but but I will say you know what an innuendo is an innuendo is you know listen I want you to I I get it I get the argument but he did say you know I'd like you to do me a favor I need you to look into this for me he did say that I mean what would you do what would you do Dan if I said it to you listen Dan I'd be more than happy to loan you the money that you need to buy a house. I'd be more than happy to do that. But I do want you to take care of that issue I talked to you about when you, you, know, you, you said you'd look into it for me. What is that? I'm well, telling I have you- to say, as, as an American, I want them to look into it. Their prosecutor was shut down by Biden with a real... Oh, listen, uh, you, I, I, I agree that Biden's son is a scumbag. I agree that this thing is shadier than a willow tree. There's no question it was a crime. I completely am on the same page. But I'm asking you specifically about what I, what I said earlier. If, if I give you an, an innuendo and I say, I'm going to do this for you, but I need you to do me a favor. He says, I want you to do me a favor to everybody. He's a New Yorker. It's what he does. Here's my problem with that is both the president and the deputy director both said, that there was no quid pro quo, there was no pressure, and they didn't even know the money was being withheld. Yeah. So and, 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 are we and, calling all of them liars? No. I, Zelensky didn't know that the money was being held, but 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 Trump know. Zelensky didn't know, but Trump know. And and it was posed. Here's the other thing I got a problem with, Dan. I got a problem with a, when when presidents of any kind feel that they have the authority to seize control of our government. For instance, this is not a company. Donald Trump is not the president of a company. This is a country. And we're set up with rules. We're set up with laws. We're set up with, with representation. We're a republic. So if the Congress says, give them the money, I don't even know why the president's in the way. I don't even know All why right, the president's so in the way. With that argument, then let, let me finish with one question then. Then why was it okay for Biden to say, I told him if you don't uh, fire that prosecutor, you're not getting the money. It was terrible. If you don't believe me, it was terrible. It was terrible, and he should be thrown in. Listen, Dan, here's where I'm going to be different. It was terrible. It was outrageous. He should have been locked up. That's what should have investigated the crime or started the investigation right there. Now, why isn't the American government saying, okay, let's investigate him? He obviously just incriminated himself. But but But, Dan, let us not be silly and sound like, the view when we play the equivocation game, right? So it's not as, but, isn't that say, worse? Isn't that, that, if, that, that if was the first. Lost, if we lost Jim Comey because he's crooked and the CIA director was crooked and the deputy director of the FBI was fired as well, who are they supposed to trust? Nobody. And that's the point of the American government. Thank you for your call. Trust nobody. Suspicion of everybody. Checks on everything. That's the point. There is no trust. You want to trust somebody? Make it your spouse and keep an eye on them. Trust nobody. Especially when they have the power of it. We see exhibited by these people so cavalier. So cavalier. With billions and millions. See, to me, I want to apply the same standard. Can you imagine if we did that? Can you imagine if we had the same standard instead of equivocation? You know what? I'll never argue with anybody when they call the Bidens corrupt. And obviously scum. I'll never argue with him. And I think if you follow this Ukraine thing, you're going to get to Paul Manafort in the end, too. Because you know what? 
at the end of the day, it's because we pick who we want to be in charge of the crime. It's instead of rejecting the crime. That's what I want to do. I want to, I want to reject the crime. And if you do it, you go to jail. And if you do it, you go to jail too. But you know who's going to jail? Roger Stone. And good thing he's got that Nixon tattoo on his back for all the other convicts to look at. We will be back after this. How we do it. So we only got another half hour, right? And it's the, then it's the men in spandex chasing balls all around. Yeah, it's a man's man sport. Oh, it's basketball? Huh, even more silly. Silly, ridiculous. You know what it is? I'm mad at Trump. Can I tell you the truth? What the hell are you doing? What are you doing? Are you stupid? Give him the money. You want him investigated? Investigated here. What the hell are you doing? And as far as the tweet, you can't put the phone down. Put the phone down. Do something right. Instead, pep rallies every night. I hated it when Obama went to those pep rallies. Remember that? People are faking the fainting. What did you got a pep rally a night? Who's paying for the pep rally? Am I flying you around on my dime so you could rail money, raise money? I mean, this is a real joke. And you look at these idiots. Look at these idiots running things, huh? You ain't, you're running nothing. It's time to get it over with. Let's start all over. You're all fired. Now let's, who wants to be senator now? Start all over because I'll tell you what, this ain't working. Ain't working. All right, give me a call. Tom, thanks for calling the show. How are you, buddy? Oh, hi, Sean. Uh, good, thanks. Um, you know, I was, I was curious. I saw that you uh, tweeted out that you were going to be on the time slot tonight. I was listening to Jonah Goldberg podcast at the time. I turned that off 45 minutes ago to hear what you'd have to say. And, uh, yeah, I appreciate you've got a difficult job. I'm center right, and I know you are, but I'm appreciative that uh, on your network, on your station, that they give a guy like you a shot. Oh, they're good people, not man. Not doing what the city. I'm sorry. These are really good people here. Honest to God, these uh, these five sixty AM, the people that run this station, they're wonderful. They really are. I like them very so much. I, I, I listen to stuff all day. I listen to a lot of pods, and uh, quite honestly, uh, the syndicated host on on the station. And then this slot uh, at this time is dead to me. I would never, if, it, if I was in my car or if I'm on my so phone. So you didn't hear my, my show app, last night? Never... Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. You didn't hear my show last night? No, I, can't, I actually had a social engagement. So, but last I, night I, I killed I'm it last night. To what huh. de- I'm sorry? I killed it last night, but go ahead. <laughs> I bet you did. I'm appreciative as to what you're trying to do, and I hope they give you a shot. Because oh, basically with the syndicates and in, uh, in this slot, is basically uh, MAGA turd polishing, and that's appealing to a lot of people. But for people that are intellectually curious and want to learn something and, and not just get a, uh, a complete uh, cheerleading show, I know that you're, you're trying not to do that. And so it's not that I'm trying not to do that. I don't think anybody should do that. You know, I'm in the middle of, a, of an argument with a dear friend of mine. Dear friend, I love this kid. He's a brother. And, and, and he's so wrapped up in this nonsense. Thanks for calling the show, Tom. So wrapped up in this nonsense, he's breaking all the rules. This is the original capitalist, man. And I, I recognized it early on as, you know, I'm, I, I was listening to the Trumpisms and Trumponomics. And I'm like, dude, you realize this is Keynesian nonsense. This is populism. This is funding specific targeted companies and, and, and industries to fake success of a country. This is market manipulation. As you force everything low, as you continue the spending, you continue the borrowing, 
and you brag about the tariff taxes you're taking in as if it's a win and not a penalty on the people. In fact, the only real difference between Obamanomics and Trumponomics is that he didn't have to actually implement the TARP. That's the only difference. It's the same thing. And I'll show you what I mean. We'll go to the phone lines. Just hang on. Uh, Bear with me. Uh, I'll show you what I mean. A vote for John Bell Edwards is a vote for radical leftists who despise your values, hate your beliefs, and want to crush the workers of the state. You're doing lousy compared to others. Look, the whole country's doing great. We're having a great, great surge like we've never had in the history. Our country's the strongest it's ever been. But you're at number 50 on economic development. So you're doing fine, but you're not doing like you should be doing. And that's after I gave you a $10 billion, I was down two months ago, on the LNG plan. What do you mean you gave them? On the Gulf, right? What do you mean you gave them? A $10 billion plan. And now they want to expand it. It's doing so well. What do you mean you gave them? You mean game tumble? You're a president. You given? Did you or did you give the oil company or the oil industry? And did you give them our money or did you let them keep you their money and pretend you gave it to them? Because it sounds to me like you you subsidized it. And who said you could give them? You, you did, isn't Congress in charge of the money thing? You got the president giving ten million. I mean, I, I have a real issue with the fact that we are swamped in failure and debt and spending. We run out of it next week, but don't you worry. We'll have a bipartisan credit card advance. Don't worry. You're going to get that line as we pretend we have debt ceilings. These are Republicans. Nobody spends and borrows like a Republican. And this is the the booming economy. The market is so manipulated that I can't believe no one's been charged with market tampering. That Cudlow will come out in the morning and say they reached a deal, and Peter Navarro will come out in the afternoon and say, I don't know what he's talking about. Someone's going in buying on that information, and somebody's making a fortune. I'll tell you right now. It's despicable to me. Give me another call. Kathy, thanks for calling the show. How are you? Hi, how are you? Thanks for taking my call. Uh, Wow, this has been interesting because I've been on hold for a while, and I kind of like, I love the fact that we have so many different varying opinions, and I think everybody has really good points. Um, the original reason why I was calling was um, to answer that Dan first question, kind of when he said, you know, why are we even investigating him? And, you know, the honest, the honest answer really is, you know, they don't know why. And I think it's not fair. Um, I think the reason why Trump has so many supporters now is because if this was Obama, this would not have been happening. Nobody yeah. would have even taken this first stuff. And that's what I just kind of find is unfair. From a legal standpoint, if there's any member of Congress, which there are many, that are have a legal background, um, this is just preposterous. This would not hold up in a court of law. I'm not saying he didn't do anything wrong, but doing something wrong or distasteful or even something that they would, you know, look twice at and say, hmm, I don't know if he should do that. Um, yeah. It's still not an impeachable offense. Why are we wasting taxpayer dollars? And Kathy, and that, that's the part I agree with you. I don't, I don't think it's an impeachable offense. I think it's wrong. I think it's shameful. I don't think I mean, it's impeachable. Yeah, well, why and don't I, we focus on other things? Well, I agree with you on the economy. But that's the main I'm thing, Kathy. Yeah. You know, and I got to tell you, the minute the guy was elected, hospitals, 
in the medical profession, people started spending money. We, we were, people were like out of work. There were not enough people. People were getting laid Kathy, off. These big I agree with, I agree money. with you, but that's not always good either, Kathy. Cause you know what's right, happened right, since right, he got elected? Right, Look at the expansion of corporate debt. Look at the expansion of credit. I own two, two LLCs. Thanks for calling the show. I got to take a break anyway. I'm getting credit cards in the mail, 250000 just for having an LLC. No, no documentation, no work. You realize this is a credit bubble. And that's the real th- the, the shenanigans that are going on. It is an illusion to fake success. And I'll tell you what, this is great if you want to sell an infomercial. But this is the America. You don't run it like that. Reactions and opinions. AM560, The Answer. If you're age 59 and a half or older with a 401k plan and still working, stop what you're doing and call Wealth Management Group today at 833-WMG-PLAN. At 59 and a half, you're entitled to new opportunities in the investment world that can help save you thousands in 401k fees and potentially reduce your risk of a market correction. You've worked and saved, and now is the time to manage your retirement savings. Call Craig Bolanos of Wealth Management Group today at 833-WMG-PLAN. Securities and financial planning offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor. Member FINRA SIPC. Get in on Black Friday deals early by starting now with Lowe's, where you'll find everything you need to deck your halls and more. Get a Lowe's gift card worth up to $50 when you buy select artificial Christmas trees. And brighten the holidays indoors and out. And save on a holiday living 100-count clear or multicolored mini light set now for just $1.99. Whatever you need to get your home ready for the holidays, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid for 1113 U.S. only. Introducing the Capital One Walmart Rewards Card. Earn unlimited 5% back on everything you buy at Walmart online. It's the perfect card for all your family's hints this holiday season. Like 5% back on the air fryer Grandpa told you about when he fell asleep in his chair. He didn't fry anything. Or 5% back on the laptop your sister had carolers sing to you. Two turtles and a laptop for Carrie. The Capital One Walmart Rewards Card. Earn unlimited rewards, including 5% back at Walmart online. What's in your wallet? Terms and exclusions apply. Capital One N.A. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Balance of Nature, changing the world one life at a time. I'm 58 years old. You know, I, I'm a, I'm a you know, very active person. I have my own business mm-hmm. and I run around all the time. And I, I actually work out. I lift weights. And I started taking the Balance of Nature in the beginning. And it was an amazing thing. It's helped me with everything. I used to say I don't feel old, but I don't feel young anymore. But since taking the balance of nature, I have to say I'm starting to feel young again. (laughs) Experience the balance of nature difference for yourself. Call or go online now and become a preferred customer, which gives you our best pricing and free shipping. And we will take an additional 35% off of your first order. This will be a limited time offer, so don't wait. Call 800-2468-751. That's 800-2468-751. 2468751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code Chicago. AM560. The answer. Hello Friday. I've been waiting for you for a long time to just save me. When my life came crumbling down. So the 
reason I'm mad, I love the music, by the way, Friday, man. This is good stuff. So the reason I'm mad is I, I, I can't stomach socialists. I can't stomach the idea that, uh, what's her name, the one that looks like the Dutch boy? Elizabeth Warren. Elizabeth Warren. I mean, she's in the lead. I got the little, the little child telling me how I should, my morality. You're telling me morality and how I should look at things? Budigig? Shut up. Sit in a corner till I ask you a question. And the idea that we've now let the presidency become a king. I, what happens when they grab this seat, man? What can't they do? They could do whatever they want. Why would you screw this up? You know, this is my thing. I'm just disgusted with the guy. Stop. Shut your Twitter up. Shut up. Do your job. What are you doing? You're asking Ukraine. You want him investigated? You're the president. The Department of Justice. You can, are they on speed dial? Call him up. Have a real investigation because you know what we're facing here? We have a, a mindset in this country that I've noticed really the, the, since I was a kid, it changed. It used to be a country that strived on the individuality, on the freedom of the, of the man. It used to be that people were proud to be in a country that was built on capitalism. The idea that, that we have allowed our, our economy to be hijacked by a small collective is everything that we're supposed to be against. It's, it's, it's outrageous to me and, and how covetous we've become. How we had everything that when, when Trump was first elected and we could have drastically changed the tax structure of this country to really build our, dig our way out of these problems because the only thing that's going to dig us out of this is freedom and capitalism and a real economy instead of this recycled redistribution economy. The only thing that's really going to help us are the people, us, us, we help us, we create, we build, we have employees, we have new innovations. Government doesn't. It fails every single time. And you know what's winning on the other side? Absolute totalitarian socialism. It is time for a wealth tax in America. Are some billionaires who don't support this plan. The vilification of billionaires makes no sense to me. It's bull. She would ruin what we have. She probably thinks more of cataclysmic change to the economic system as opposed to tinkering. Well, I'm most scared by Elizabeth Warren. So here's the deal. You built a great fortune. Good for you. I guarantee you built it at least in part using workers all of us help pay to educate. Getting your goods to market on roads and bridges all of us help pay to build. We're Americans. We want to make these investments. All we're saying is when you make it big, pitch in two cents so everybody else gets a chance to make it. Shut up. She's a Trotskyite. She's a communist. I'm telling you right now. That's what it looks like. And in the meantime, why isn't there any onus on the waste and abuse of what the government does with the money once they take it from us? They're beyond reproach, though, right? Import-export bank, $20 billion a year. Ah, it's on the house, kids. Drinks are on the house. It's despicable to me. And you know what? She's got millions of people that support her. We got our backs up against the wall. Can't afford to lose this. And in the meantime, are we really winning when this, this stupidity is the alternative? And by stupidity, I'm telling you, Trumponomics is a stupid alternative. Stupid. You want to lose in slow motion? 
You want to have the market manipulated? You want to have credit explosion? You want to have economic bubbles that you pretend are successful? You want to have manipulation of economic data so you can brag that you're winning? For instance, the people that were taken off food stamps, they were just double dippers. That's what they eliminated. Did you know that? They're double dippers. Those people, how they talk about $3 million or $4 million, they were double dippers. They were getting two sets of food stamps. So the, the Congress passed a law that said you couldn't do that anymore, as if we needed that. And now we're, we're, oh, they were dragged off by an economy. Poppycock. It's not true. Sorry, it's not. Look at the amount of money going out in different welfare programs. We've just changed what those definitions are. Not to mention, we've got 10,000 people a day retiring, coming off the rolls. It always kind of props up the numbers a little bit. I mean, dare we think, or do we just put mustard and ketchup on it and eat it? Give me a caller, please. I don't care. You could pick whoever it is, Venus. Dirk, thanks for calling the show. How are you? I'm good. I thought you said last night that you weren't going to be on tonight. No, I, I, I thought I said I was going to be on, but only for an hour. Got basketball, a bunch of guys in shorts, oh, oh. running around throwing balls. Ah, uh, ridiculous. Well, I enjoyed our talk last night so much, I just had to call back. And, and bottom line, just what I wanted to say is you're absolutely right. The two-party system totally sucks. It's a bunch of Washington demigods keeping the country split up and fighting each other so nobody notices the pillaging and plundering that those rat bastards are doing. Dirk, you know how they, notice how they're rechanging all of the Republican Party, all of the things that united us on, as the Tea Party, I can't figure one thing that we stood for that they're doing, yet it continues to, to, to be sold that, look, at we're doing great, this is conservatism. All those things that I rallied against, not only are they in place, they're in force, and they're bigger and badder than ever. It's insane to me. We got time for another call? No, we don't? I'm going to come back after this? No, I'm not. Men in shorts throwing balls at each other? So go have fun watching the bear or listening to basketball. I'll be back next Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, though. Very excited about that. Have a good weekend. Fight for freedom. We'll be back after that. Oh, no, we won't be back. Why do I keep doing that? You know why? I need another hour. Who do I have to talk to around here? Get Roger Stone in here.